This is Jason Kristoff for Podcast 72 for January 13th, 2020. And today we're going to talk a little bit about self-sabotage. It's a very interesting subject. Again, we'll change gears a little bit. We don't have to explore too much about what's going on out there. We all know what's going on out there with the... uh, euthanasia, uh, vaccine poisoning, fake COVID, uh, take away your free speech, call you a a Trump right-wing extremist. Now, that's the new one. I mean, we know the old ones. Uh, we are. I am getting flooded daily with, uh, wow, am I ever getting flooded daily with the vaccine death and vaccine injuries. I believe I saw something float by my feed that Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, medical doctor in the United States, has now, I believe, uh, documented 40,000 adverse events. I'm not too sure if that's worldwide or just in the U.S. I imagine from... The numbers I would uh, seen, I would say it would just be in the United States. So this uh, COVID vaccine is doing exactly what it was di- designed to do. It was just like all vaccines. And if you want to know how sort of corrupt, like I'll, I mean, I'll put up um, the vaccine documentary link in the show notes. So there's thirty, I don't know, thirty five or thirty six documentaries all live linked i haven't checked them in a couple weeks i'm sure some of them have been scrubbed by now but the these this vaccine the covid vaccine isn't any different than any of the other vaccines most people have just been completely asleep and unconscious up until this point in time where it's becoming very obvious vaccines even when they were supposedly invented by uh, dr edward jenner I think in the late, was it the late 1700s? These, they're just, uh, there's a group <laughs> and they, they uh, you're their slaves. <laughs> and they try to hide it as best they can, but they've been on this planet a very long time. And they know it's really hard to control strong, vital informed and powerful human beings. Obviously, I mean, this is so obvious, right? This is how humanity's struggles have always gone. It's it's hard to deal with strong people. You can't dominate them very easily. So one of the ways throughout history they found, I mean, if you were, uh, you know, if there was a siege on a castle, the easiest way to weaken the, you know, the people inside the castle or like to poison their water, poison their food, make them sick. They used to have, like, they used to throw, like, diseased carcasses over the wall with catapults, and then they'd foul the water supply and try and cut off the food supply just to make them weak, to make them weaker, to make them stressed. So injecting poison directly under your skin is really good at accomplishing that goal in a very covert way, And it's not so covert for the people who understand we live in a massive indoctrination and chemical-based poison control grid. I mean, it's not so obvious. I mean, it's not so covert for me. It's really obvious. You read the vaccine ingredients. They're documented poisons. You can go to any medical or science library on the planet and 
you know, you know, go over the list of documented ingredients, and you will see that they are listed poisons, which means they snuff out life in the cells they come into contact with. That's how you get something to qualify as a poison. So injecting this into humans is a great way to make them weak and docile and have them take a knee to your tyranny. And so why do people not? Uh, why do people not even care that there's poisons in the needles that they're injecting into themselves and their kids? Well, the people who rule us not only know that... Uh, in, you know, poisoning us on many different fronts. It's not just injectable poison, but injectable poison is the most powerful modality by which they will poison you. Getting poison under your skin bypasses about 95% of your immune system. You're completely helpless. You have no defense. They know that. That's why the vaccines exist. And, and, you know, they're, they're well aware that this is what the vaccines are for. So why, why does the average person not understand that, or they don't even care? Well, because the people who rule us know that there's a part of our brain, they've studied what's called our psychology, our behavioral psychology. They know concretely, it's documented that the Average person, a very great majority of humans, literally don't care that they're injecting poisons into their kids or into themselves. They actually don't care that their kids are sick. They don't care that they're sick. They don't care that they're dying early. They don't care that they're overweight. They don't care that they have cancer. They don't care that they're poor and suffering and in pain. And someone might say, what? Like, that doesn't sound very rational, what you're saying, that the average human doesn't care that they're going to die a very painful and premature death. And this is complete. I'll put up the mind control documentaries so that you can investigate this yourself. Yes, yes, 100%, as odd as that sounds, this is the basis of human behavior where the average person only cares about fitting in with the group. So all you have to do in behavioral psychology is convince and just start generally convincing death by a thousand cuts. It's called the lane of traffic technique. It's called Fabianism. It's sort of, you know, getting your slow drip ideology. You slow drip the ideology into the person and push them one inch at a time in the direction you want so that they sort of never notice that you're giving the, getting there. The average person only wants to fit in down at the coffee shop because the primary behavioral computer program that we're running is based on safety in the herd, security in the herd, survival in the herd. It's always about, I got to get to the bigger group. And if the bigger group is overweight, broke, uninformed and struggling, the brain has the subconscious mind is proven to gladly give that really shitty existence a two flaming thumbs up just, just to fit in, just to satisfy that very primal and child-based need to be liked, to have someone say, 
Jim's a great guy, to say that, you know, um, Francis is a great woman. They Humans like that more than being, you know, comfortable. They're, not, they're never really comfortable on their own. You could put someone in a big castle. You can give them a staff to cook for them. Um, it, it, you, you can give them any, every luxury in the world. And if they're not sort of adored or accepted by the majority, they feel sort of uncomfortable. It takes a lot of psychological manipulation on your own part, a lot of personal evolution, to be comfortable being at peace and sort of accomplishing your goals outside the herd. And they used to have ceremonies and rituals by which we could take this natural rite of passage from a very nervous and you know needy child to a very independent and powerful adult. But we don't do that anymore. So that's why the average person, you know, if Sherry, Dr. Sherry Pen, uh, Tenpenny does have 40,000 um, listed or recorded, adverse effects, including deaths and various injuries of people just in the United States, please understand that this is exactly why humans will continue. You will continue to see that number grow because the average human is like, I don't care. And they don't really declare consciously that they don't care. They just know that there's an internal drive to say the right lie at the right time to the right person for the right emotional stroke that you get in return. And today, because the TV has been proven in psychology to sort of represent what the majority is doing, you have all the slaves with the TV in their houses, and that's why they're trying to lock you down and put you inside your home because that's why they put the TVs in your home to start in the first place is they were never there to entertain you. They were there to entrain you. They're locking you down and giving you, say, you can't leave this, you can't do this and you can't do that. It's to give you, it's like a foot shock experiment in um, animal studies where they've shown that the more they put you under stress, there's, there's a more chance you'll kill yourself. And we've seen lots of that. But they're locking you in your house as well. It's all behavior modification techniques. They're locking you in your house so you watch the TV because they already know through their studies that the subconscious of the human mind, which controls 93 to 97% of our behavior, equates the TV with what the majority is doing. And the people who rule you know that you'll do what the majority is doing in most cases, regardless if it kills you or not. Think of a kamikaze pilot, right? The kamikaze pilot's trying to fit in by killing themselves. Pretty big flaw, pretty big flaw in the uh, behavior manufacturing uh, center of your, your brain. <laughs> because if you'll kill someone just to fit in. I call that dying to fit in because I'm a self-sabotage coach. It's very common. People kill themselves to fit in all the time. My job is to sort of grab you and and as a coach and say, yeah, you're you're killing yourselves to fit in. You're the, the only thing that's driving your behavior with the vaping or the alcohol or, you know, the junk food or the ice cream is because everybody else around you is an underachieving 
uh, and mediocre person. And because of the way your your brain is designed, you're always des- you're always lusting and and driving toward trying to mimic and mirror and emulate all the people around you. And yeah, like when your grandmother used to say, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your, you know your next ten years." She, I mean, she probably wasn't a psychologist, but. That's how the people who rule us developed their textbook on on governing us is because this is if you watch humans interact in a, like a clinical research setting, it's pretty obvious they copy they copy everything they see. So you put them in a great environment, hey, they copy greatness. You put them in a shitty environment, oh, they're shitty. It's not so hard to figure out. So what our human farmers have been doing, including this this COVID liaria, the COVID lie, the one lie to rule them all, they've been putting us in a pressure situation where we loathe ourselves and hate each other uh, hate each other for breathing and hate each other's breath we're watching netflix where hollywood actors are are killing each other so they they're doing foot foot shock experiments on us putting us stressful situations making our environment purposely crappy and shitty so that we copy and mirror and emulate that crappy and shitty life for ourselves and the it's an invisible power game. It's a knowledge differential. It's a power differential. If you don't know how your brain works, and as a self-sabotage coach, my job is to make sure you understand how it really works and how you better start controlling your environment because they control your, they're controlling your environment to control your behavior. So I teach people how to literally take because this is like any form of magic you can use it for good or you can use it for evil now they're using it for evil and i'm gonna i teach people how to literally control their own environment for good so they i show people how to interface with the subconscious mind it's it's a very particular Uh, interface code kind of like a computer program its own computer language where you get to talk to your subconscious mind and just say hey we live in a better tribe and um and you make it repetitive and there's certain ways to do that and then you end up just being amazing instead of being miserable and people really like it and they even find a lot of the the videos proving that humans their minds can be hacked in various bizarre ways so look i'll put up my four uh, best videos regarding proof proof proving that the minds of the humans are so easily hacked and you know feel free to have a like an elastic band to keep your jaw stuck in your face because your jaw will be on the floor when you these four videos alone it's not going to take too much of your time it's going to firmly allow you to come and recognize that wow okay that was really scary it was funny it was entertaining but these are very clear indications that i have no idea how my behavior is manufactured the average person believes I manufacture my daily routine. I manufacture what I watch on TV. 
I decide, I'm in control, it's all about me. And then when you when you listen, and even if you watched a bit of the mind control documentaries or these four videos, you will concretely come to the conclusion that has been concluded in every psychological research study ever done on where your behavior comes from, it doesn't come from inside you. Your behavior doesn't come from in you and you do not project it out in the world. Your behavior comes from outside. It's inserted and impregnated into you. And then you go act it out like uh, like an actor where the environment was the producer or the script uh, writer. And you go out thinking, I made this up. And you will see in these videos that you do not make it up. Your environment controls your behavior. And this is why you're seeing this COVID lie-based psyop, all the restrictions for the stress. Because when you stress a human, they're more prone to copy what's on the TV. So that's why the TV has all the fear in it, but it has all the lies in it. So the more fear that's ramped up, the more the people follow the lies right right off the cliff. It's like the Pied Piper of Doom leading the sheep into the abattoir. And that's why you get all these people uh, dropping dead and being crippled from the COVID vaccine. Uh, A nice lady called Jennifer sent me a very massive cachet of all the deaths and all the cripplings and I'm getting them all the time. Um, I'm not, I'm going to make a compilation of what I have. I probably have about 50 of them at this point. And, but don't, don't ever think you're going to send this to someone and they're going to change because human behavior, they don't care. They're like, well, if everybody's crippled, I sort of got to be crippled too just to fit in. And if you don't think that's, um, I could explain that, yeah, you can trick humans to actually want to be sick when everybody else is sick. That's a deep part of self-sabotage sort of knowledge. But what I'm going to do, I mean, self-sabotage we all sort of do it. There's no need to be embarrassed about it. If you've ever joined a gym, we'll go to the superficial uh, versions of self-sabotage. You go to a gym January 1st, you join, you're like, I want to do some good stuff for myself. And then the only time you ever go back is like a whole year later to quit the membership you never went once. Now, so like self-sabotage is about wanting to be better, wanting to make progress in your life, but there's like this invisible glass ceiling. You go to try, you take one step forward, then you take one step back. I mean, how many people have maybe even done, bought the gym membership and then quit a year later without even going, but then they're like, I'm going to try something else. So they're like projecting their self-sabotage-based psychology onto the gym now it was the gym's fault because they didn't call me or kind of coodle me like the infant that I'm sort of trapped in then the person says okay the hell with the gym I'm gonna go buy some home equipment down for my basement and then the person buys a treadmill which of course they never use either they don't they don't use that either and 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 again it's not because 
the person doesn't want to be better. It's because there's a program running inside of them which makes them feel unsafe being healthy, unsafe being successful, unsafe being abundant, and that same program on the opposite side of the coin makes them feel safe being sort of average, makes them uh, feel safer being mediocre, um, makes them feel safer struggling in constant chaos and sort of constant battle with themselves. I call it battle programming where they're always in a battle with themselves. They want to be better and they beat the crap out of themselves with the wine and they want to lose weight but they're hard on the ice cream. And we've all done that before. These are like what I call superficial or simple versions of self-sabotage and there are more complex versions as well so say uh, a person has um, started a diet so breakfast the breakfast bang good you can see them really making some progress they had a good breakfast they're starting to feel good they're starting to feel confident there's energetic changes in their body and then lunch, bang, we got another great meal. The person's really making some progress. And you need about three good meals during a day without any sort of uh, attacks on yourself. <laughs> but those attacks are the self-sabotage I'm talking about. And then the person starting to really make some headway in their life. And this is only like within a 16-hour period. They throw in the dinner meal it's another great meal. Now, if you give your body three great meals in a row and then go to sleep where the body really uses the nutrition, the vitamins, and, and the energy from that healthy food to sort of clean up the body and start having it work the way it's supposed to be working, that person will probably wake up at least a pound and a half lighter. That's only from 24 hours of good eating but what usually happens in the simple cases of self-sabotage there's again this invisible ceiling like and it's an invisible force the person's sort of sitting on the couch and they start gyrating and that gyration and they're thinking number one they're thinking of the old ben and jerry's tub of ice cream in the fridge or whatever ice cream is in there in in my part of the world it's called kawartha Kawartha ice cream. I think it's made somewhere around Peterborough. Great, great ice cream. They sell it now in my hometown. But people are gyrating. They can't stand it. They don't understand why they can't stand it. But there's an invisible force grabs them by the collar, drags them over to the freezer, and and you know gets the spoon, and then they just go in full force. They promise even one scoop. They end end up eating half the gallon of ice cream they pass out on the floor their husband finds them they're like janice what the hell happened and they, you know the person's got chocolate sauce all over their face they're kind of got their tongue out on the side they're drooling a bit and they're like frank i don't know I don't know what happened. And this is what self-sabotage is all about. Yeah, you don't know what's happening, right? It's because your behavior is controlled from the environment. You have programming that I can remove, that I can show you how to remove, that you don't know how to remove, most likely, that's driving you toward the ice cream. But it's not really driving you toward the ice cream. It could have been chips. It could have been a whole row of cookies. It could have been crackers. It's anything to stop the progression. So why are you afraid to progress? Why are you afraid 
to wake up the next day one and a half pounds lighter, less prone to disease, clearer mind, and more energy. Now, what that's what really freaks people out is this massive rush of energy. They don't know what to do with it because they've never been conditioned or programmed to funnel that massive amount of energy that comes from living healthy and accomplishing your dreams to simply accomplishing more of your dreams. They always want to be kind of sedated and tranquilized on the couch because in reality in a in a tribe or a flock or a wolf pack of underachievers they will attack the achiever this is not only genetically inherent in all our dna but that genetic programming is purposely enhanced by the people who rule us in very very specific ways so um, this is really what self-sabotage is all about, is about you're, you're not understanding that, number one, I can easily program you for success as easy as your government programs you for disaster. So I can have you copying anything and mimicking anything and mirroring and emulating any idea and living it out as truth because I have a formula by which you can interface with your subconscious, which is in control of your behavior. Now, I learned how to do that from a bunch of dark magicians and uh, dark psychologists who said, wow, look, we can like make a kamikaze pilot kill themselves to fit in. That's pretty crazy, but we can do that. We can, um, we can make people kill themselves with alcohol we can have people work jobs that they don't really like working we can have them drink um, you know disease causing wine at night and we can glorify it and everybody will want to fit in and so the same methods by which they program you to be an absolute human mess I learned all those psychological manipulation and behavior modification tactics from them and all their dark sorcerers over in MK Ultra and and all all the way where they manipulate you to inject poison into yourself and if they can manipulate to manipulate you psychologically to inject poison into yourself and your children, of course I can. Of course I can manipulate you psychologically to stick healthy food in your mouth because it's the same. It's the same trick. You know, if you know magic, you can make a mouse disappear or you can make a rabbit disappear. Some people make tractor trailers disappear. I think there was a magician one year who made the Pyramid of Giza disappear. I know they've made uh, whole buildings disappear before. Once you know the technology and how to hack the human brain, do the sleight of hand and the sleight of mind, yeah, this, this stuff is sort of child's play. So... These are the simple forms of self-sabotage. Tomorrow, I'm probably going to be doing more complex forms of self-sabotage. So come back tomorrow to, I don't know, what's that, Podcast 73 will be tomorrow. This is Podcast 72. And I'll, I'll give you some more complex forms of self-sabotage. And then when I explain them, you'll start seeing them in your real life. And there's a lot more examples of self-sabotage other than like getting covered in Ben and Jerry's and chocolate sauce 
fine treadmills that you use an expensive clothes rack you know you got the the nice shirt that you you washed but you can't dry it and use the treadmill down in the basement to use so that there's no wrinkles on it you hang your nice shirt over the treadmill that you haven't used in two years you never used the thigh master the shake weight the hawaiian chair and that's why all those products really exist they're like products for the self-saboteur they don't know about this glass ceiling they don't know how to get past it so if you're really interested in self-sabotage i was once an exercise coach and a health coach and i was really good at exercise routines and making diets but no one would follow them and then i felt really bad people would pay me money they would get in shape a little bit you would see them there was a terror they were terrified <laughs> they were absolutely terrified lady wanted to lose 40 pounds um and then she'd lose eight and then complete sabotage going back to the ice cream i found some of my clients you know stuck in one like an extra large dairy queen blizzard like a gopher stuck in the side of a bale of hay they're just trying to eat their way through and they promised that they wanted to lose 40 pounds so what's what was really going on there well i started to feel so bad that i started to investigate psychology and behavior and i found out yeah you know what oddly enough um i believe the person was afraid to be healthy and what do you know you go to the books on psychology and that's exactly what you find you i found i found that they were actually terrified to lose weight and i'm like well why are they terrified to be uh, healthy and then they were also terrified to be rich if you think the fear of being thin and toned and muscular and fit is is large and as a self-sabotage coach i can tell you it's really large i can also tell you the fear of being financially abundant dwarfs <laughs> completely dwarfs the fear of being in shape even you combine those the person would rather hang themselves in most situations like uh, the, there's just too much success <laughs> i can't handle it and uh, and it, it sounds like i'm making fun of people but i'm not i'm like very interesting subject the person feels safer broke struggling and in chaos and overweight and sick and they feel terrified to be thin and toned and muscular and in control of their life and um, healthy and, and abundant and enjoying themselves. They would rather be in a crowd down at the bar doing lines of cocaine off a of stripper's derriere than they would be, you know, with their family eating an organic meal and going to bed on time. And what is it? What is it that drives people toward that? But I found out what it was. It's this invisible glass ceiling, this invisible force. Like I said, it's somewhat genetic and that genetic propensity we have to fit in with the tribe can be magnified by the people who rule us and it is being magnified by the people who rule us they're, th they're throwing us down a mountain they built a hospital at the bottom of the mountain they take us to the top they throw us down a one mile mountain we we land at the at the base of the mountain completely arms broken bloody everything and they look at us and say thank god for us we built this hospital at the bottom to take care of you but we don't have to go through any of that we can find out 
how to become our best selves by using the same programming technology that they use to make us a human mess. We can use it to make us ourselves a human success. And I, I'm having a talk at the end of January where I specifically talk about health-based self-sabotage. And for you to come into that sort of seminar at the end of January, it's, it's live, it's online, it's for anybody in the world, it's recorded if you can't make it. So if you want to enroll and you, you can't make it, don't worry, it'll be recorded, it'll send to you in 24 hours. Health-based self-sabotage, how to lose weight, reduce cellulite, reverse disease, get your health under control. But if you enroll, say today, and I'll have, I'll put up a, an article in the show notes that explains everything uh, about this event, you get sent my talk that I just did about two months ago. It is definitely ranked as the best talk I've ever done on self-sabotage and it does and it reviews where most forms of self-sabotage come from it's a fantastic presentation people were completely baffled after i watched it i just said this has got to be the best work i've ever done and i've done maybe 15 big presentations on self-sabotage if you enroll in this um online event for the end of January, you get this pre-recorded um, uh, prior event sent to you right away. So I can guarantee you by the time I meet in January, your self-sabotage will be done. It will be completely over. And then I'm going to give you secrets about health-based self-sabotage. Basically show you the secrets or how to lose weight, how to become toned. It's not a lot of effort. You don't even have to go to the gym. You, you can just change your mind and then you're going to change the results in your life. But And also inside, if you were to enroll for this event at the end of January, not only do you get this prior recording on self-sabotage that'll just keep you glued to the screen the entire time, but you get a financial abundance uh, recording. It's only one hour. I did it in October. Anybody that followed the advice inside that financial abundance uh, talk, which was only an hour, well, they would have had to do the self-sabotage uh, course first to kind of act on it because it's a big fear, right? That's why most people don't want to act on it. They're terrified to be an abundant. But if you did the self-sabotage course, that uh, the recording that I did in October and November, which you'll get with this new talk, then you kind of unburden yourself. You probably, the people took action on it back then and they invested a little bit of money. Whatever they invested, they probably... Uh, you know, doubled or tripled their investment at this point. And they're really happy about that. And uh, of course, it would be, I know it would be very scary for those people to become abundant because I know it's the biggest fear in the world. And the biggest fear, it is the biggest fear because most people are mediocre, but they're not mediocre. They're not born mediocre. They're manufactured to be mediocre by these dark wizards, these 
dark uh, magicians, black magic magicians out of Hollywood who use the TV screen, who use the movie screens, who use the government school system and a lot of uh, our other official institutions that were tricked into trusting to make sure we, we drive to the bottom. We poison ourselves, we poison our kids back into the Stone Age and we become paralyzed to live our best life and we don't know how that glass ceiling got there and I'm going to teach you how that glass ceiling got there and you get a whole bunch of other bonuses as well like recipes and cookbooks and you know basically how to eat and these how to eat books uh, yeah you can have them for free if you want them just email me I'll give them to you for free most people and the reason I'll give the cookbooks and recipe books and like eating guides for free is because most people just won't follow them. I know they're, they're sort of useless. They've always been useless. I mean, there's more books today on healthy living and diets and, and how to eat than there's ever been before in human history. But we're the biggest and most sick uh, society in, in recorded history. And that's because knowledge doesn't... It, it, what's right and what's moral and what's ethical and what's going to make you happy and what's going to make you satisfied doesn't matter to this part of the brain. It's completely okay with being overweight and sick and depressed and miserable. As long as everybody else is overweight, depressed, sick and miserable, it's like, hey, if if that's what I got to do to fit in, that's what I got to do to fit in. You have to interface with this part of the mind to be your best and trick it to be comfortable being your best, even though everybody around you is their worst. And you need to kind of bypass this natural propensity that most humans need to be liked by these big groups of people. That's why people are afraid to kind of post controversial things on Facebook, even though if they did, that would make their society better if we if we expose the COVID lie, the one lie to rule them all. Um, our society would start healing. If everybody did that, we could push back on the tyranny and get out of this really crazy situation. But you can see, I mean, I know friends are still posting selfies and those filters on the, on their social media. They're terrified of what other people think of them. And that's because they're not really aware where that fear comes from, how to overcome it, or how we, we need to overcome it to lead better lives for ourselves and create better existences in our communities and in our countries, we really got to adult up and lion up and educate as well regarding where our behavior really comes from and how to take full control of that behavior and and push away the forces that, you know, program us to be the walking, bumbling disasters that we are. We don't have to be like that. We're not born like that. We're born to be great. We're we're born to be lions, rulers of our domain and masters of our domain. We're not born to be these lambs, these sheep, these weak slaves who take a knee and, you know, repeat the right lie to the right person at the right time for the right reward. That's not our natural function. So if you want to get your power back and come work with me or you just want to watch some of the videos and have some have entertain yourself to no end check out the show notes i'll leave all the links in the show notes i really appreciate everybody coming on and listening to the podcasts um 
And um, yeah, if you if you also need to get a hold of me, ask me about the event coming up or asking me any question, you can always uh, email me personally at Jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. And if you're getting shared this podcast, just know that I'm heavily censored for the way I speak. And if you want your email on my private list so you can always get this kind of information, email me as well at jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. I really appreciate you listening and have a great day.